We are speaking to none other than Jasmine Fitzgibbon, nutrition and health coach specialising in the gut. Talking about the gut, Jasmine, welcome to the show. We cannot wait to talk about this big topic for our kitties. So excited. This is like one of my favourite topics, making food fun for everyone. Mm. Didn't even mean to rhyme, just happened. (laughs) (laughs) Now let's start off with kids, let's face it, some of them, well, many of them struggle to eat the veggies. They probably like to eat potato because it tastes good (laughs) and looks good. But then the green broccoli or broccoli, as Glenn and I were debating earlier in the show, may seem a little bit too scary to even put your mouth on. Let's just put that to Jasmine very quickly. Is it broccoli, broccoli? It's got an eye. I'm going to say broccoli. Thank you. Win for Gianna. Look, we don't know whether that's correct. We're just trying to get a general... Yeah, but two against one. There's probably no correct answer, right? Exactly. Both right. Yeah, exactly. That's right. (laughs) So tell us, how can we add other nutritional elements in our kids' meals? Maybe some stuff that maybe they don't even know that there's some extra healthy goodness in there. Yes. So I think... Sometimes it's good to introduce it to them. We'll chat about that later. But I think also sneaking in the extra ones is also a good idea because even as an adult, sneaking them in can be better because we're not trying to go, oh, my God, I need to eat all the veggies. Let's sneak them in where we can and then you get more bang for your buck. So one thing I love to do is in smoothies, I love to freeze zucchini is one of them. And mm-hmm. zucchini is um, a really good banana replacement. So instead of having banana, or you can have them both, but it gives you the same consistency as a banana. So it makes your smoothie really thick and creamy with zero taste and like zero sugar. Yeah. Question. How do you freeze a zucchini? Do you treat it like a banana where you unpeel? Well, the uh, banana, you unpeel the the skin and then you've left with just the bit in the middle. With a zucchini, yeah. can you freeze it whole or do you shave it? Like, what do you do? Shred it? Look, I would probably just like cut it in half, make it a little bit like so it's not a whole zucchini. I would cut it, but I would also lightly steam it if you want it just to be a little bit easier to digest on the gut. Mm-hmm. Um, but also you can just throw it in the in the freezer as like cut it in slices so you're not just having mm-hmm. a big old zucchini size <laughs> to try and throw in the blender. That might take a little while to break it down. <laughs> But it it is such a good one because you can get a really low sugar um, smoothie but have the same creamy texture as you would if you had a banana. Mm. Another thing you can throw into a smoothie is cauliflower. And it's so surprising. Do the same thing, either lightly steam it and freeze it or just cut it up and freeze it. But that gives you that really thick, creamy consistency without any taste. Try it before you Yeah, because cauliflower doesn't have much taste. Actually, I ate that for dinner tonight. I had it when I – and on top as a flavour, I put curry powder and then I put it into the – um, oven to cook. Otherwise, it's flavourless. You're right. I, I love cauliflower. I never ate ca- mm-hmm. cauliflower as a child, but I will eat it till literally, as they say, the cows come home now. I feel and like it's an adult food. Yeah. I feel like as a kid, <laughs> you never liked it. And when you get older, you learn that it can be all right. Like put it in the oven and crisp it up mm. a little bit. It's actually quite delicious. Mm. Mm. It is. Yep. Um, but a couple of other ways to do it is bolognese. You can throw, I throw about five servings of veggies in my bolognese. Carrot, zucchini, yeah, yeah. put some bone broth, you know, all that kind of stuff. You can mm-hmm. blitz it in a blender before you throw it into the mince mm. or dice it up really fine depending on how picky your kids are a couple of other things are like you know when you're making even pasta make it with zoodles or carrots so cut zoodles are zucchini those. noodles yeah yes. zoodles are yes. yes like zucchini noodles so they're really good and another really good one is pesto because you can get all your greens in a pesto but it has so much mm. flavor the kids don't even know chuck it in your pasta boom <sighs> 
You are so smart. That's why we have you on the show. Don't go anywhere because right after this, we're going to talk about some activities and other tips that you can actually do to get your kids excited about veggies before they even eat them. Ah, yes. That's a good one. Ah, I feel good. Jasmine, we're talking about kids, getting them interested in nutrition. And just in the last break, you were saying how you can add, you know, very nutritious elements to any kind of dish. And you mentioned just at the end, pesto. Now, pesto is traditionally, what is it? Basil, nuts, olive oil, a couple other things. What else can you add to pesto to make it even more good for you? Well, there's actually so many things because it's a green, mushy up type thing that you can hide <laughs> stuff in. I mean, that makes it sound really appealing, but it has a lot of flavour in it from the basil and like the pine nuts and things. So you can hide spinach, rocket, um, any other type of green leafy veg. I know friends that put like Swiss chard, kale, stuff like that in it. Um, you could also hide some avocado in it to make it even creamier. So I mean, like there's like what, five or six different greens you've just added into one dish. Wow. And then serve it on zoodles and pasta or just zoodles. Then you've added another green. Okay. Boom, boom. What about <laughs> if you don't want to go to those measures? You know, you actually want, <laughs> you, you know, you, either A, you just don't have the time or B, and literally you just want to plate face. it. Yeah, you just want to plate it on your child's plate. And let's say, yeah. for example, everyone's favourite, Brussels sprouts. Yum, I love Brussels sprouts. You can add a bit of bacon to a Brussels sprout and that tastes good. Yep. Mm. (laughs) Okay, but how how are we going to convince our kids? Like, my my youngest daughter, will she's so strange, she won't eat carrot if it's cooked or peas if they're cooked. Oh, yeah, I don't like cooked peas. (laughs) I don't like peas in general. No, but I'll eat them. But as a kid, it was the one thing I would never eat as a child. And then there's other things. And there's other veggies that she doesn't Mm. eat. And I'm not going to sit there and try and become, you know, a secret squirrel and try and hide everything (laughs) in in, in her food. No, because there's a degree we want them to actually learn to love it in a way. Like, we don't want to hide everything. So then it gets to their teenagers and they're like, I've never had a veggie. Like, oh, actually, I've been secretly hiding them in. You've been eating veggies for years. Who are you? I don't even know. Who you are anymore? Not a secret squirrel. <laughs> Your mother's a secret squirrel. <laughs> but I mean, we want to encourage them to start to love it. So I really encourage to cook with kids as young as possible. So get them involved mm. in it because then they they get to see what a carrot is. Where does a carrot come from? Do all that kind of stuff, and it makes them more excited because they're not just seeing it served up to them plain as day. They get to be involved in it. Um, count colours, see how many colours are on a plate, how many red veggies do you have, and then even um, create like a game, who can eat the bean the quickest, anything like that. The last thing I would say is just don't put too much pressure on them. If they don't like it today, just be like, have a go, maybe try one of them, and then if you don't like it, you don't have to eat them, and try again another day. Kids change their minds literally like a flip of a switch, so don't force (laughs) them, just roll with it. That's another really good tip. Always, you can always force feed. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Hold them down on the ground. You're going to eat this. (laughs) In all seriousness, if you have a question right now for Jasmine, nutrition and health coach, maybe something to do with your kids and foods that they're not eating or something else, this is your chance to give her a call. Give us a call and speak to her directly live on air. The number to call right now is 1300 777 We can't wait to hear from you. 
We're talking tonight with Jasmine about nutrition and how to get our kids more interested in healthy eating. And we threw the phone lines open to you. We said, if you've got a question, whether it's for yourself or for your kids, this is the time to ask on one 777 And we've got a couple of callers with some great questions, don't we, Glenn? We sure do. We've got uh, Colleen. Colleen, thanks for joining us this evening. Having me? I'll just turn your um, the channels <laughs> on so we can actually hear you. Um, <laughs> I've you... got to tell my kids to put the TV softer. <laughs> You've got a question for uh, Jasmine this evening. Um, yes. Because of the pandemic and I've got kids at home from school, we are going through bread like it's nobody's business, so I've decided to make my own bread. And I was wanting to know, was there anything I could do to enrich the bread to give my kids a little bit something more in it? Um, can I first say, you are amazing for making your own bread. Like, yeah. first, huge kudos to you because, oh, like, I'm so proud already. There's nothing like, <laughs> there's nothing like the um, smell then, of fresh bread, is there? Oh, yes. 100%. Oh, I know. <laughs> And yes, I mean, first of all, bread. cooking your own bread is cooking your own bread is already less preservatives and all of the other stuff that gets thrown in a lot of supermarket bread. So you've already made it so much more nutrient dense without even having to try. Um, okay. Some secret things you can slip in there would be even like grated zucchini. It sounds crazy, I know, but that grated zucchini. Uh, comes together with the bread so you don't taste zucchini it's not like you're eating zucchini bread um zucchini is like one of the, the my favorite sneakies it won't make the dough Pardon? too wet do i have to adjust the dough it won't no, make it too so wet? i might actually even send in a recipe so you've got it on your web on the website for 89.9 so that we can um everyone can have a look at it but you would grate it and then drain it a little bit exactly because it does get really moist and wet and then you Uh mix it through in the bread mixture so it doesn't up and you wouldn't need as many eggs so that would be the other thing as well um but i'll put in a recipe so it's really easy to follow. You can even throw in things like walnuts um, can be really beautiful to throw in. You can throw in uh, um, berries and make it more of like a dessert bread or a sweeter bread. But honestly, one really good tip is also to make a, your sourdough from a sourdough starter. Sourdough is amazing mm-hmm. for gut health um, mm-hmm. and feeding our good our good gut bugs. Fantastic. Um, my, my boys love sourdough, so yeah. Oh, so do I. So do I. I, I am. You've all done over so the well already. Look at you, <laughs> Colleen. Thanks so much for your question this evening. Uh, we've got Gabrielle weighing in as well. Gabrielle, you got a question for Jasmine this evening? Yeah, I've got a little um, fussy eater. She's like nine, and I think it's hard to get her to eat the vegetables. Like she likes them raw. So I'm trying to sort of like you know, obviously winter time, I should really sort of cook them. What's probably your best option with the veggies? What do you? That is such a good question. I mean, kids are such fussy eaters anyway. Like that's, we just know this because they're going through, remember, they're just learning what all these tastes and um, textures are. So we want to encourage them to try different things, but also not force them. So if they don't like it one day, that's just like, that's okay. 
we'll give up on this one. Let's just leave it and don't they they don't get a negative um, attachment to say a carrot. And then you can try yeah. again in a couple of days. Try it with something else, like make it a zoodle, make it more fun. Um, even something crazy, like make it into shapes, make um, dinner a game. If they're helping being a part of it, um, make like the dinner into a little smiley face. So that's like, okay, everyone eat the eyes. That's the first thing we're gonna <laughs> eat today. Okay, now that's we all great. eat our noses. Who's gonna eat their nose first? Something just right, fun like right, that. Yeah. It actually, yep. yeah, it just takes away the pressure for them. And then they can have that positive reinforcement with dinner and that they get to enjoy it with their family. It's fun time with their family. It's not just like you have to eat all your veggies or else you can't go to bed. <laughs> I love it. I hope that love helps it. a bit. Gabrielle, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for oh, your question you. this evening. That was J- great. Yes. It's always a pleasure to have you, <laughs> Jasmine. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. Thank you, guys. This was so fun. It was, and, uh, well, we definitely learned a lot, especially the fact that you may not be the person that you think you are. Maybe you're working for, like, the FBI or something. No, the FBI food. Yes, this is true. It's Glenn Gianna with you (laughs) on your Wednesday, 89.9 The Line. Oh, I've got it. Food Bites Incorporated, FBI. (laughs) (laughs) How did you find out our name? (laughs) Your home of positive radio, 89.9 The Light.